Sorry about the screen there. And I uh, just want to thank you for listening tonight, as always. And I pray that you've had a wonderful weekend. Uh, if you don't care, if you would let me know whether or not you can hear this, I would greatly appreciate it. Um, you might be saying, well, Jake, you got that same orange t-shirt on that you had last Monday night. And that is because we uh, are playing uh, basketball on Monday nights here at the church. And uh, it's part of uh, men's outreach and ministry that we get together and play basketball. And uh, so that's why I dress like this. And tonight as we get started, I want to talk to you about something that I think all of us have faced. And... I think all of us, if we're honest, have had a point in our life when someone tried to keep us from doing what God wanted us to do. Whether it was a discouraging word, uh, a betrayal, something along those lines. Uh, maybe you've had a vision that God has given you and you've told it to someone and they say, well, that's a terrible idea or that could never work. And you're not the first person that's ever faced that. And tonight I want you to know that Gideon faced the same situation. But if Gideon would have listened to the negative attitudes, if Gideon would have listened to the complaining and the griping and the moaning, he would have never accomplished what God wanted for his life. Dr. W.A. Criswell, one of my favorite pastors to listen to, has gone on to be with the Lord. But he used to say this about people in church that cause problems. He used to say, I don't mind to be swallowed by a whale, but I don't want to be nibbled to death by minnows. And that's the way it is. Um, having a disagreement once in a while and then moving on, that, that's, that happens. But when it's the constant nitpicking and complaining and griping, whether it home or at work, it just takes a toll. It, it gives you fatigue because it's like, oh, it's never going to end. And I want to read to you tonight from Judges chapter 8. Now the men of Ephraim said to him, why have you done this to us by not calling us when you went to fight the Midianites? And they reprimanded him sharply. So he said to them, what have I done now in comparison with you? Is not the gleaning of the grapes of Ephraim better than the vintage of Abzer? God has delivered into your hands the princes of Midian, Oreb, and Zeb. And what was I to do in comparison to you? Then their anger toward him subsided when he said that. But don't miss this. When Gideon came to the Jordan, he and 300 men who were with him crossed over, exhausted, but still in pursuit. You see, Gideon, if he would have stopped and listened to the complaints, if he would have stopped and said, you know what, I'm sorry I went to battle without you. Um, you know what, why don't you go ahead and do it? He would not have continued to chase the enemy. You see, he would have only won half the victory. And God wants you to experience the whole victory in your life. If you stop for every dog that barks along your destination, 
you'll never make it to where you're going. And as a Christian, you need to understand that Satan will use nagging, he will use complaining, he will use negativity, he will use all these little things to destroy the dreams and visions that he has for your life. It's kind of like a child who's always been told that they're stupid or they're not smart enough or they'll never make anything of themselves. It's easy for them to believe that. But if you'll encourage and, and strengthen and, and, and be there for someone, it's amazing how that can change everything. And many of you tonight, and I can be honest, over the last year, I've struggled with this very issue a lot. Well, we shouldn't have church. You should have church. You preach too long. You preach too short. You did this. You did that. And it just gets exhausting as you just feel like you're nagged to death. But friends, that's Satan. Satan wants you to constantly be listening to the distractions in your life instead of accomplishing the purposes and plan that God has for your life. They say, I don't know why you forgive that person. They're never going to change. I don't know why you're going to pray for them. I don't know why you're going to try to help them. I don't know why you're kind to them. I don't know why. It's never going to change. Friends, God can change anyone. God can change any situation. God can win the victory in any battle. But if you're constantly looking and listening to the negativity and the distractions and the discouragement that Satan throws at you, you're constantly going to be stopping instead of going. And Gideon, even though he had to stop and he had to explain to them, what are you griping about? You see, I think these might have been the first Baptist. They didn't want to do anything, but they sure weren't happy when someone else did something. <laughs> and so that's the that's this motto here. They weren't going to come to battle. They didn't really want to be a part of it. They just wanted to complain because somebody else had got the job done. And friends, you need to understand that. Whether that's you being the spouse that God wants you to be, to be the friend that God wants you to be, nobody else wants to fill that slot. They're just unhappy that someone else did. And so you keep doing what God's called you to do. You keep following the plan and purpose that God has for your life. And just expect and be prepared for someone to nag, someone to complain, Someone to try to discourage you. Because why? If Satan can get you to quit, he wins. If Satan can get you to believe that you're no good, that you've got no value, that you've got no, no worth, he wins. And so in those moments of your life, maybe that's you tonight and you're listening here and you're going, Jake, I've just made so many mistakes and every time I try to do something, I just, I feel like I make it worse and don't believe those lies. Tonight, God loves you. First and foremost. He loved you so much that He sent Jesus Christ to die on the cross for you, knowing every sin and failure that you would commit. Second of all, if you are saved tonight and you have messed up, God says, I'm waiting for you to come back. No matter what you've done, where you've been, you're still my child. Tonight, maybe you're saved and you know that you're where God wants you to be, but you're just discouraged. I can tell you that is probably the one thing that has overwhelmed me the most this last year is just the constant complaining of everybody. 
doesn't matter who you try to help. If you try to side with people about masks, either side, someone's mad at you. If you decide to have church or not have church, someone's always mad at you. And so I've really struggled with that. And, and, and it's been something that it's just, it's, it's just, it's almost like that leaky faucet that the Bible says, the drip, drip, drip. It just takes your attention away from where it should be. And so tonight, don't listen to the opposition. Keep following Jesus. Maybe tonight you're that negative influence in everybody else. Always complaining, always discouraged, always discouraging others. Don't be that person. The Bible says do all things without disputing and complaining. And so don't keep someone else from accomplishing the purposes and the plans that God has for their life. And so I just want you to know that I, I love you and I'm praying for you. And I pray that God would bless you. And if there's anything at all that I can do for you, please let me know. And I look forward to seeing you tomorrow night. God bless you.